Sanmonani, and welcome to another episode of Talk Entertainment and Art with me, the anchor, also known as Wetisonke underscore K on Instagram. If you're a returning viewer, thank you so, so much for your continued support. And if you're new, welcome, and we hope that you enjoy the show. As you can see, we're not at our usual place. However, we would like to credit Ramblers. Thank you so, so much for allowing us to use the space to shoot our episode today. Remember to subscribe, share, and like our videos. And if you can, you can also go back and watch our previous content, like it, share it with your friends, and make sure that everyone is well informed about the team podcast. So today I am with another DJ, producer, public figure, multi-talented guy whose name is Tubeli Shemakagula, also known as Two Billion. So today we're going to get to know him better and he will let us know a little bit about his music career, how he got to DJing and really what he is all about. Welcome to the show, Two Billion. Uh, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> How yeah. are you? How are you feeling? I'm good, thanks. And you? I am so well. You look a little nervous for a public figure. Aren't you used to being I'm out used there? To this. I'm not nervous. Uh -huh. I'm used to this. <laughs> Can you tell us who Two Billion is? Well, as you have said, uh, my first name, like my real name is Tuweli Shemakakula. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's just it. Um, there's really nothing much to my story. Yet. Uh -huh. Yeah, I recently started teaching in. December last year of 2021. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's really nothing much yet in the book. But there but definitely yeah. must be much with coming up to the fact to that the, you decided to start DJing. How did that uh, come to be? Yeah. Okay, with that, um, as I was growing up, you, you see, like, um, <clears throat> I did have this thing in me that, like, um, one day, like, I would like to be in the music industry and mm -hmm. all of that. Yeah, I used to, like... At first, I started as a singer. Like I used to sing at church and all uh -huh. of that. Yeah, but uh, I knew I I knew deep down that ish nah, this is not this where I'm supposed to me. be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, like even the the teachers at Sunday school would mm -hmm. find a way to actually put me in into like the choir and stuff. But yeah, yeah I always find my, I always found my damn what <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, I always found my way out of it and all of that. But yeah, um, like I think like two or three years ago, that's when I actually found that um, maybe DJing is what I'd like to do. You see, like, mm -hmm. yeah, I used to watch a lot of like DJs DJing actually like at Huawei, mm -hmm. K-Day and all of those things, um, Bo, Boiler Room mm -hmm. and, and all of that stuff. And like, yeah, I'd be like, yo, be so fascinated by it and be like, one day, one day, I actually wanna, <laughs> I actually wanna be there and actually do it. And you looked up to DJs like Prince KP. Prince KP, yeah. yeah. Did I say that? You didn't. How do you know? But because yeah, I, I do. actually, I, I just... actually looked up to people like Prince KP, mm -hmm. Black Coffee, yeah, um, DJ Kent, mm -hmm. yeah, people and like Miles, that. Yeah. And, is that. Is there DJ something Miles, specific that yeah. you actually looked up to in the work that they were doing, or it's just the fascination well, of the things that they were the, doing? It was just the seeing them on stage too like it was just so you'd see that yo like this is like another world it's mm -hmm. not it's it's nothing ordinary it's nothing usual so yeah i'd just be fascinated by that stuff mm -hmm. and yeah with 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 um i think with dj melzi it's pretty much just because um we've i think we have a lot of a, a lot of things in common uh -huh. yeah but yeah, I just think we have a lot of things in common in things terms like of age, um, 
the fact that yeah just age and the passion that we both shared music because for him he started off as a house dj too. yeah exactly and then like house kind of fell off in a way mm-hmm. so he made he found a way to make ama piano sound like house too mm-hmm. so yeah i i respect that and i actually look up to him for that i think yeah. considering how fascinating you see you find djing to be I would want to understand what it is really from your point of view because when you're on the other side of the deck, you may just feel like DJing is compiling a bunch of songs and playing them in a certain order that's going to keep the people going. But clearly, you seem the fact that you're so fascinated about it, it seems like you know more about it than any other person. So I'd like you to educate us, you know, that's not on the other side of the deck and yeah. we just feel like you're playing a playlist, you know. Well, okay, um, s- some music lovers mm-hmm. probably know that um, music is a way of feeding the soul and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Some don't, but yeah, subconsciously, mm-hmm. it is a way of feeding the soul. So for me, it's a way of, of me actually speaking, like, I don't know how I, how I can put it, but like, it's a way of me actually touching people's souls. You with express it. Yeah, expressing through myself through it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's the perfect way to put it. It's the, it's the perfect way for me to express myself and the way I feel at times and the mm-hmm. way I am, and the things that I'm thinking of. Because like sometimes um, you can find that, let's say I'm actually booked at an event. Mm-hmm. I haven't decided yet what kind of set I'm going to play. But when I get there, I, you find that um, I actually like look at the crowd and, and kind of feel the what energy. exactly, taking the energy. So sometimes you can tell that this crowd wants to groove mm-hmm. or this crowd just wants to just they sit just want down to vibe. And, and vibe. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you can tell that ah, it's just full of couples. Yeah, let me play, <laughs> let me play love songs and jams. all of that. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's just the way of actually interacting with the rest of the world. Basically. So what you're basically saying is that for you, DJing is more about interacting with the people than it is about playing a whole bunch of music. Exactly, yeah. That's it's just ex- being that's in just line with how they it. feel and giving them what you feel at that time they need. Exactly. It's just the way of me expressing myself to yeah. the world. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us about your career as a producer? Did you feel like okay, I want to be a DJ and a producer, or it just came about as you were trying to explore your DJing career? So with producing, I, I never thought I'd actually want to actually produce, like, um, ever. Because mm-hmm. I once tried it back then, before before I actually even thought of, of DJing. Mm-hmm. I once tried producing, and, like, yo, I couldn't even use FL Studio, so it's just like, <laughs> ah, this life isn't for me. It's not for I me. Just deleted the app yeah the apps in fact but yeah uh, then like last year well i think i got in touch with like a friend of mine who was like yo man like i think we should work on we should work on music because like mm-hmm. he said that i have the ear for it and stuff so i was like are we we can we can we can work we can work on something and then yeah, yeah my manager also he hooked me up with um a guy called wordsmith Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to actually speak about other yeah, it's people okay. here, but yeah, it's... he hooked me up with a guy called Wordsmith, and he actually, um, he's the one that actually helped me, like, 
learn learn my way around FL Studio. So yeah, mm. I just got the hang of it in one session with him. Yeah. Yeah, I got I got the hang of it. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should start producing too. So yeah, um, yeah, that's it. That's I think it. the conversation of being an artist in somewhat way also and also encompassing the attributes of a producer are important. I actually had that conversation with Nguiki Flex in one of our yeah. episodes and he was highlighting how he feels that all artists should have or rather when you're a rapper or anything of that sort you yeah. should have a background in producing in order to be able to express your craft in the way that you, you wanted want to yeah exactly yeah do you yeah, resonate I, with I, that i totally agree with what what he said about that because yeah I just agree with it. It makes sense, and it's because it's I think right. I've, I've I've actually come across a lot of local artists who also have the title producer under their resume. That yeah. fine, I rap, but I'm also a producer. So I think, come to think of it, it might be in line with the fact that you know what I want to be able to give my craft out to the people in the best in, way yeah, possible. In the way that I want. Exactly. To give it out. Yeah, exactly. Because even for me, like there was a point where <laughs> I, I was like. Uh, maybe I'd I'd be okay since like if people actually want music from me mm-hmm. I just thought maybe I'd get in contact with a producer yeah. they call it a ghost producer in fact mm-hmm. yeah so I thought maybe I'd get in touch with one and probably just buy a song from the person yeah but yeah it just didn't feel right because even if even even when I'd hear music from other people it wouldn't be the way that I actually want it to be mm-hmm. but yeah I mean yeah so, because you're also working on releasing a couple yeah, of things, a couple of songs, yeah, maybe an album if, uh-huh. if like everything goes well. But yeah, a and couple are of you planning songs. on producing it yourself? Yeah, I have. I've already produced it myself, and I've also featured other producers too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the plan, dude. Like, and how's yeah. that journey coming along? <sighs> I mean, a DJ <sighs> that releases an entire album. How yeah. how does and being a it's local tiring. artist, considering the fact that you're in Isardini and... It's, yeah, it's just tiring because the other thing is, like, okay, I don't have the name yet to, mm-hmm. like, work with big people such as, like, maybe even even producers from, from South Africa, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of name yet. So I have to, like, find people that I want to work with. And even when I find them, like, you find that I send them a beat mm-hmm. and then they do something with it, like, Let's say I'm 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 in contact with another producer. Mm-hmm. I send them one of my beats. I'm like, yo, please add some spice here. Mm-hmm. So there's times where the person sends it back with their spice, and I'm just like, ah, nah, I don't feel it. It's I'm not, not what you wanted. Yeah. So that's why I say it's a bit tiring because it's not as easy as just me getting behind my laptop and mm-hmm. and just making something and then and then getting a vocalist to to sing on it then releasing mm-hmm. it's not as easy as that there's still there's still um processes such as like giving it to another producer to mm-hmm. get a second opinion yeah yeah that's what they call it a second opinion and all of that kind of stuff so yeah now nah, it's it's a bit tiring i think my question to you would be that when you're working on something so big something as big as an album and yeah. just as you mentioned you want to interact with other producers however it has become so difficult for you to make a really big name out of yourself. It might stand in the way of the productivity. It may stand in the way of the quality of your product, 
right how yeah, do you yeah. come about all of that and stay motivated and not feel like you know what i am tired of trying to make a name for myself in this country that doesn't even recognize not only me but many other artists yeah, which yeah. are highly talented and here i am trying to come up it's going to take me a long time to get to the point that i want to get to how do you maintain the motivation how do you push yourself to keep trying and believe in yourself the fact and believing in yourself and the fact that one day you actually will make something big out of yourself well um okay to be honest i i don't for me it's just like the love that i have within mm-hmm. me for music yeah because um now that you've actually brought up the topic of like trying to be an upcoming artist yeah. in in Eswatini, yo, it's 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 really tough, guys. Like mm-hmm. so tough. I remember that last year before I actually started DJing, I had to go like to to different to different places like Bo Mega Lounge, Wosolani's, mm-hmm. and actually try to get a hold of the people that are in charge of of the music there, yeah. so they could give me like a, a set, nyana, maybe if even if like it wasn't crowded, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, just I never, least. yeah, it just at least something, yeah. But I never really got that. I never got that, and I'm not angry at anyone. <laughs> it's just it's life. Those things happen. I I, I get that, but I feel like the level that artists are groveling at in this country is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. It's you don't life. think it's ridiculous? It's life. These things happen. No one said life would be easy. No I know. One, I, no, I get yeah. that it's not meant to be easy. Yeah. However, you know, you can fight for something, but it's a lot easier when what you're fighting for is actually welcoming you. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You actually have a point. You understand that. But when what you're fighting for is fighting against you, it gives off a different type of energy. That is why I was asking you the fact that how do you stay motivated? Yeah. Because if I was an artist, I was just going to be saying, you know what, I'm not about to do this. I'm going to be an accountant. It's easier yeah. because at least there are corporates and companies that will actually that welcome. Actually for, exactly, yeah, exactly, who are looking yeah. for artists. But in this country, yeah. we don't have that. Yeah, I think it's just a love for music, man. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, even at times, um, there's times where I'm like, yo, there's no gigs in mm-hmm. the next two weeks. Sometimes I feel like, um, yeah, maybe ah, it's not, it's it's hard. I feel mm-hmm. like it's hard at times, and I'm just like ah, let me just take a break. But I'm like nah, this if this is what I want, this is what should, what I should actually push for. You should fight. Yeah, for exactly. It. So I even started like okay, I have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. At times when I don't have gigs, I just take my laptop and I mix there, record there, and I just post it on YouTube so that I know that at least I've done something. Yeah. I've done my part to meet to meet God halfway at least. Yeah, it yeah, gives you the satisfaction it gives that me it the keeps you did something. To know that, yeah, even if I didn't get a gig, mm-hmm. at least. I gigged myself mm-hmm. and put myself out there on YouTube and expressed myself. So yeah, that's I think it's just the love and passion that I have for music mm-hmm. that actually pushes me and helps me get through um the difficult times, yeah. the obstacles that everybody faces. It's not just me. Mm-hmm. It's everybody in the industry that faces the stuff, man. And I mean, it's not easy. Uh, it's not easy at all. Yo, yo. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> but considering the fact that you're so passionate about music and DJing and producing, where would you say you see yourself in the next five years? I do not think of that. I've never thought of that. But to be honest, um, in the next five years, I, 
I don't see myself in this country. Mm-hmm. I see myself maybe in SA, maybe overseas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all just going to go according to God's plan. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I believe that God has a plan mm-hmm. for me. So, yeah. But I'd like to be, I'd like to be international. I'd like to be known internationally mm-hmm. um, with everything just set up. Um, money, of course. Yeah. All, all those nice things. <laughs> we always all those have nice to have things. the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all those nice things, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where I see myself in five years. It's not really clear. Yeah. Yeah, it's not that clear, but... But it I is on your that, vision board. Yeah, it, yeah, it's there. It's there. There's something big, for sure, for me, waiting yeah. in five years' time. And you're looking yeah. forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. No, yeah. I, I think the one thing that I can say is with the passion that I'm getting from you and all this good talk that you have going on about music and DJing, I'm definitely looking forward to this album that you're working on. So yeah. that that needs to come through. Yeah. That, that definitely needs to come well. If all goes well, Listen, it will come if through. all goes well, you're yeah. a producer and you can make the music so you can do it. Yeah, I can. You, okay. Clearly, you believe in yourself. Yeah. So you need to get that going, and because it's definitely something that we're looking forward to. Do you have an upcoming set or a gig? Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is about to be a busy weekend. Today's Saturday, right? Yeah. Yeah. The next weekend, I have I have like three gigs. I have a gig at Summer Gardens. Mm-hmm. I have a gig at Solani's for sure. I have a gig at Mega Lounge. Mm-hmm. I have another one at Exchange. Oh, yeah. It's actually four gigs. I have another <laughs> one at Exchange. Uh-huh. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't had like more than one gig in a weekend. Mm-hmm. I haven't had more than one gig in a weekend, and I'm looking forward to it. You're excited Look, for that I'm change. Actually, yeah, I'm actually excited and hyped for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, I'm very so, so happy for you that at least you have gotten to a point where you feel like, you know what, regardless of what happens, I am going to do this. Yeah, And exactly. you have it on your vision board that, the end goal is to go international, regardless of what's happening right now. But you understand that you're breaking ground, so it's not going yeah. to be easy. Because I think yeah. that makes you a better person than me personally. I would be losing my mind. I <laughs> uh, no, dude. I, I, okay, for me, I believe in the power of actually um, not manifesting, but seeing three, seeing things through seeing things through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe in the power of that. I believe in the power of your thoughts and your and your mind like where where your thoughts are aligned at because funny story i don't know if it'll be funny to you but uh-huh. um, yeah um i think i saw i saw this podcast this mm-hmm. one this exact podcast on i think it was instagram mm-hmm. i think it was last year even because i sent it to one of okay to my manager my current manager i sent mm-hmm. it to him i'm like yo brah we have to get in touch with these people they could actually help get the brand out there mm-hmm. you know yeah, so he's like, yeah, we should Guys, talk to them. We should talk to them. Managers are talking about <laughs> yeah, us. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the funny thing. He was, I was, he's like, yeah, oh, we should talk to them. I sent you guys a DM. You didn't reply. You didn't ah, reply. Director. I sent you guys a DM. You didn't reply. <laughs> I swear. I sent you guys a DM and you didn't what? reply. That wasn't me. But yeah, a few weeks ago, he's yeah. like, yo, remember that podcast we talked about mm-hmm. like a few weeks ago? I'm like, yeah, which one? 35. And then he's like, yeah, that one. And he's like, um, they want you. I'm like, what? For real, bro. Uh-huh. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> and yeah, it's actually my first my first interview. Like, really? Yeah, it's my first live interview ever. Well, we but are yeah. honored. You see, guys, we're not just... <laughs> 
we don't go around just choosing. We don't go around just choosing. We understand the quality of what the people want. Exactly. And we give so, them what they want. Yeah, that was just an example of the power of your thoughts mm-hmm. and actually um, believing that maybe one day this could happen. Yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. That's I think it. as a young artist like yeah. yourself, they, and considering the fact that you have a lot of gigs, like next weekend, yeah. you're having like four gigs in one oh, weekend. Yeah. And you're going to all these different places. Mind you, I highlight again the fact that Eswatini is not the greatest supporter of artists and upcoming artists more especially. So there are certain challenges that you're going to face when coming into interaction with all these different places who may want to book you and all of that. Because I've heard some artists talking about how they have challenges with bookings and payments and all of that. Have you come across anything of that sort? Um, And if you have, how did you deal with it? Oh, yeah, just like, you know what? It's a gig, at least for the experience. That's my problem. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm not doing this for the money anyways. I'm just doing it because I love music. That's my so problem. So it doesn't bother you how little they it, may offer you? It does bother me, but like, I, and I'm trying to work on mm-hmm. actually like being strict, you see. Like mm-hmm. sometimes. And standing your yeah, ground. Exactly. Sometimes you can get booked. You post, you even promote it on your Instagram. You haven't gotten paid yet. And then next thing, um, you go there, you play, they don't pay at all. After you promoted the event for them, all that at kind of all. stuff. But yeah, it, I don't let it, I don't let it actually continue. Do they please give you a glass of water? Because yeah, I mean... They, yeah, there's this thing called the rider for us DJs. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you're familiar with, with that word. But like, it's, it's actually a list of your requests. Like, let's say okay. if I have a gig... I even have like it's a PDF. It's a PDF. It's in PDF format. Um, we wrote there that um, at least two meals for me and my manager, mm-hmm. a photographer at the gig, um, maybe like drinks, um, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. what we call a rider. Okay. Some people could put like a six pack of Savannah, mm-hmm. six pack of, of and that should be given That's regardless a rider, of regardless whether you're getting paid or not. Yeah, but yeah, it's called a rider. So do you yeah. feel like these? Um, managers at these particular places feel like by offering you or rather by giving you what you asked for in your rider, for them yeah. that's payment enough to you. Yeah, I feel like they do think that sometimes but I haven't encountered many instances where I'm mm-hmm. not getting paid or not getting paid what we agreed on. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just saying that even if, okay, it has happened before, I won't lie, it has happened before and I didn't let it consume me, I didn't let it get to me. I was like, mm-hmm. ah, these things happen. I'm not the first, I'm not the last. It's going to happen. It's gonna happen. It's still gonna happen in future. But yeah, I just we move, man. We move. But would you say that it's a good thing or a bad thing or um it's just something that I people to, should just I try live to look with. at it as lessons because just like I told you now, I'm trying to work on actually becoming a strict brand mm-hmm. to, to be like, yo, guys, if you said I was performing at this time, I want to perform at this time, get my rider and leave after yeah. getting my rider, you see. Yeah, I'm trying to work on being strict in that, mm-hmm. in, in those, in, in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Even things like transport. Because yeah. sometimes you can go to a gig and then you don't get transport. You take your car, you go there, you don't get fuel money at all, you go they back home. They don't compensate exactly you in any way. Anything. Yeah, maybe they think your ride is enough at times. But, yeah, it happens. It These things happen. And I'm trying to work on actually becoming more strict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, it's important to ensure that you are not underestimated, regardless of yeah. the fact that you're an upcoming artist, 
it, it you should not be underestimated in any way so i would say that working on being a more strict brand and standing firm on your requests and what yeah. you feel you deserve is something that would definitely be important as someone who looks up to DJs like well, Prince KB. <laughs> Can yeah. someone please get him more <laughs> Please. But, you know, putting all of that in mind, it's quite important that you make sure that you are given your worth. Yeah, yeah, you're actually right, dude. You're right. And the sooner I work on it, the sooner I'll actually receive the worth that, I'm, that I am. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, you know... But I, I, I think more than anything, just as T Podcast always does, we yeah. support and wish nothing but prosperity on upcoming artists in the country. So we hope that everything works out at the end of the day for you and you go international. Yeah, the way yeah, that ah, you happen, the way that you happen. hope to. Thank yeah. you so so much for joining me on the show. It yeah, was um, amazing chatting to you. Um, yeah, I'd like to also thank you guys too for actually inviting me after amazing me on Instagram. But Apologies, yeah. it wasn't. It's fine, it's fine. No hard feelings. Um, thank you for the chance to come here and actually let people know about me. Yeah, um, yeah. I think yeah, I'm looking forward to more to more of these kind of podcasts when like maybe I have updates yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I also wish you guys. Um, success and actually the podcasting thank you. thing yeah don't stop guys thank you, you so, so much Swaziland. believe but, me we're yeah. not going anywhere yeah we are not going anywhere thank you so so much for tuning in it's a wrap. <laughs>